Salam everyone. Okay. Um, <laughs> so in Farsi it's Salam, but I was looking on Google Translate and like in Turkish, hello is Salam. So it's like a little bit different. Um, but the reason I am saying it in that language is because I'm going to Istanbul in three days, guys. I leave on the Sunday and I am so fucking excited. Um, this is like my first trip during COVID, uh, post-COVID. And honestly, like I wasn't really like looking super forward to it because like I just, I don't know, like I don't have like the travel bug these days. Maybe I'm just like, I'm just too comfortable being at home and like I've just gotten used to to doing things here in Toronto. But um, now that it's like happening, I'm kind of excited. I've been looking at some things I want to do. But like, I don't know. I feel like there's like a limit to my excitement. Like I feel like it won't really hit me until I'm there. But like I've just been looking at cool things to do and I realized that like this is like another country that like I've never been to and is very different from Canada. So um, I'm just like looking forward to like getting to experience that and do that with my dad because him and I are best friends. It's just it's always more fun doing things with him like him and I always have the best time. Like I I, I don't know what your relationship is like with your parents, um, but like my dad and I go for dinner, go for drinks, uh, grab coffee, uh, talk about our lives and, and, and things like that, like all the time. And um, he just you know what it is? I feel like we just we have formed a relationship where he knows me as a person like he doesn't just see me as his daughter right like he knows me as like an adult uh, and who I truly am I don't feel like I'm hiding any part of me from him so um I think that's just like another level like a deeper level of relationship that we have with each other because um I don't feel like I I just I don't know I don't know I just I don't feel like he just looks at me as a child um, which I appreciate because then it just like lets me be my authentic self. So he's a great person to go on this trip with. I'm like really looking forward to that um, and just soaking it all in. Now, I probably won't be recording my podcast while I'm there, so there will be no episode next week. I thought about it. I really did. I thought I'd just bring like my microphone um, and I could just record a quick episode there and just, you know, give an update. But um, I just don't feel like bringing that through security and having them look through my luggage and be like, why do you have a microphone? Are you a reporter? Um, I don't really know what it's like there. I think they do have freedom. Like there's freedom definitely. Um, but with like a limit to like how much you can say about their, is that their prime minister? Oh shit guys. I thought I was, I thought I was globally informed. Okay. This is really shame on me. Shame on me. Um, but like, anyways, I just, I don't like to do anything that could come off um, as me criticizing a government, I don't, I'm just trying to play it safe. And also it's my vacation. Like, I just, I don't think I want to, you know, have that obligation. I love podcasting, but I don't like it when it feels like an obligation. And, and I think recently it has been feeling like that more. So I'm just trying to get back in the groove of just saying what's on my mind and doing this, you know, for the right reasons, because I, I just love talking. Um, so, you know, I'm not going to be doing, uh, the recording while I'm there, but, um, I will definitely talk about this when I get back and my trip and how it was and all the great things I experienced, <laughs> here's hoping. So um, as of for right now, okay, so I actually just got back from a Muay Thai sparring class literally like 15 minutes ago. Um, and naturally, the first thing I wanted to do was hop on the mic. Uh, so 
I uh, actually have been doing Muay Thai and Krav Maga for like the past like three or four weeks. Um, I think I had mentioned that last episode uh, and it's been really good. Like I've done it because I because I just don't want to get kidnapped. It's a really good workout, really good workout. Like honestly, like I we spent the last 30 we spent the first 30 minutes um, just doing conditioning and it was like really exhausting. But like I'm not going to lie. I have really good cardio. I'm actually in really good shape. Like I don't look like I'm in amazing shape. Actually, no. Like the best way I would describe it is like I look like I work out, but don't say no to a cookie. You know, like I truly have like really strong legs and my cardio is amazing, but like I don't look super lean. Um, you know, like I'm just not like super fit looking, I would say. Anyways, no matter. My cardio is amazing. I am super fit. So it was great. Um, and I just, I love when I do like fitness classes because I feel like I like showing that off. Like, aha, you thought, <laughs> you thought that I was going to be out of breath, but I'm not, but I'm not. Uh, and then after the conditioning, we went straight into sparring. Um, so we got all our equipment on and everything. And holy shit. So, uh, I really got beat up. <laughs> I was, I literally was not expecting it. Like when we first started, like we were practicing, like, uh, defending ourselves and like blocks. And then like, you know, we started throwing in, uh, a few combinations and then he was just like, all right, go at it with your partner. And my partner who has done this like much longer than I have, um, really went for it. And as soon as she like hit me in the gut, I was like, huh! like, like, whoa, like it just kind of hit me. I'm like, okay, we are actually doing this. Um, and I had never sparred. Like, so I've been doing boxing like for leisure for like the past year, never sparred. Uh, it was not something I was truly interested in either. Uh, but now I am just because it's Muay Thai and I want to learn something. And, um, I, I actually thought I was pretty good considering how new I was, but like I was, I was getting beat up. Like she was hitting my face. She was hitting my stomach, um, the side of my head. And like I had headgear on, so like nothing was painful. But she popped um, my contact lens out. Like she hit me and I literally had to tell her to stop because my contact lens literally popped out. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God. Like, and so, you know, I went for the rest of the, the class with just like one contact in. Um, but I was like, whoa, I didn't even know that could happen. Um, so that's how it went. And I, I honestly, like, I'm really happy. It's funny because like I smile through everything. Like I am just like a very positive person, but I think I just have like a natural resting smile on my face. So like, as the instructor was coming by, he was just laughing because he was like, look at her. Like she's smiling. Like she wants this. And I'm like, I can't help it. Um, I just, I, th I found it really fun. I find a lot of things fun. Like just experiencing activities and new things is really fun to me. And like, I'm just always happy to be there, which is a great attitude, uh, by the way. And like, it's only, it only makes the experience, uh, elevated. Uh, so yeah, I'm like, I'm always, always smiling. Uh, but it was really, it was really good. And then when we were done, I was like so happy. I, um, actually what's so funny is when the instructor, when I first came into the class, like I, I, my shirt's really big. So like, I kind of like did the whole, like, like twisted it in the front, tucked it into my sports bra, uh, look because like, it was just so huge. And I don't like wearing like really baggy shirts when I work out. Like I wear things that are really tight. I just feel like they don't get in the way. And then like, 
I'm literally like in the front row for exercise, like for the conditioning, just because there was no other room anywhere else in the mat. So I'm like, whatever, fuck it, I'll go to the front. And I'm like literally sitting next to the instructor um, as we do the different um, exercises. And then I already had my hand wraps on, you know, I put them on in the hallway before we got into the, um, into the studio. And so when we were doing push-ups, it was really hard for me to like have my hands flat on the ground because my wraps were so tight, like around my, my wrists uh, and my knuckles. And like, I was like, Oh, like trying to, to put them flat on the ground. And then the instructor looks at me and, um, he's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, my hand wraps are too tight. And he's like, your nails are too long. And I like, I was like laughing and like, I kind of just like look around and everyone starts looking at me like you're trying to look at my nails. Listen, I love my long coffin shaped nails. I think it looks elegant. Um, I get my nails done regularly. It's just a part of me. And truly it was something I, I was concerned about. Um, even when I, even when the nail salon started opening back up and I was just boxing, like in the summer, I was concerned about getting my nails done because I'm like, okay, like if I get like fake nails, then like, will they break during boxing? Turns out that's like a non-issue, but like, it was really funny that the instructor had mentioned it. Um, cause like everyone was like, started looking at my nails now, like, Hmm, like what are her nails looking like? And then, um, when we were doing another drill with our feet in the air, he comes by and he's like, oh, she has her toes done too to match her fingers. Lovely. And I'm like, oh my God, please don't embarrass me right now. I can't help it. I'm a girl. I'm a girly girl who is doing Muay Thai. I just, I don't want to get kidnapped. Um, anyways, no shame. I laughed about it. Uh, it is who I am. Um, really funny that he called it out. I really liked him though. He was cool. I realized that all the Muay Thai instructors are actually tie and they all have like shaved heads um so I don't know if that's like an actual thing or not maybe it's just a preference but I find it really cool I think it really adds to the the authenticity of the class um and um so far so good so I'm back uh probably gonna have some bruises in the morning and uh I'll let you know how things go all right so this week has been a great week for TV. Um, so Selling Sunset season four just came out on Wednesday. I'm obsessed with Selling Sunset. I love it. And my favorite character actually has always been Christine Quinn. I love her. She is a bitch. Um, she embraces that. And she's just, she is who she is. And honestly, if it wasn't for her, they wouldn't have been renewed for a second or third or fourth season. So like, I feel like she really carried the TV show on her back. Um, but after watching the first few episodes of season four right now, I just don't think I'm a, a huge fan of her the way I used to be, you know? Like now I feel like she's just, she's too much drama and she's drifted away from all the women in the brokerage. And it's just, I feel like when a lot of women don't like you, you know, there's a reason for it, you know? Like, Sure, sometimes it's just women being bitchy, but I think knowing Christine's strong character and, and how harshly she does speak to people, uh, I think, you know, I can only imagine in reality when they're not filming, she probably, you know, has burned some bridges. Uh, and so I'm not loving that for her, but nonetheless, it's a good show. Like we're seeing some really good characters. Emma is new, Emma Hernan, and 
I want to be Emma. Like she boss babes so hard. Like I don't know if you heard her story, but basically um, when she was super, super young, like she started like she started working really early and investing in the stock market and like just reading and learning. And when she was like 17 or 18, like she was literally um, she just made so much money from the stock market that her parents, her family literally like asked for like her to give them money to be able to make payroll for their company. They had like a company and like she had like hundreds of thousands of dollars. And so like they borrowed money from her and like now her family business is like a multi-million dollar business. She also owns her own, um, vegan empanadas, uh, company and they partner with Beyond Me and then she does like real estate on the side and like models and I'm just like how do you do it all like she flies private like she does her own thing and it's like how are you beautiful and like also go to dinners and party with like Alesso and other artists and like have your own company and and just like wow I'm just I am shocked and I'm so impressed I am not, I don't usually get jealous about these things. I think like, like, you know, the saying like empowered women, empower women. Like I truly feel that. Like I just love seeing other women winning and just like killing it. You know, like there is always like enough success for everyone. And, um, you know, if I ever feel envy, it's, it's because I want that for myself, but I never want it taken away from another person. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, like I just feel like I just, I love, I, I love seeing, I love seeing women win. And so this show is great just because you see such successful women and like what they've created for themselves. And, um, it's, it's good, but like, honestly, I'm not going to lie. Like I, the storyline isn't super great this season. I just feel like they're dragging on drama that could have been resolved in like the first two episodes. Um, but the real estate is better than ever. The houses are bigger. The commission is bigger. Um, the fashion as well is just more expensive, more lavish. Uh, and so I'm really loving this TV show. I've been like sitting and watching it. And like, honestly, after this, I'm probably going to continue watching it just because um, I just I love seeing like this L.A. lifestyle. But you know what? I don't think I could ever live in L.A. I really thought about this um, because I've been to L.A. I went there with Anya uh, and Alyssa, uh, my other best friend, and um, I didn't love it. I thought the place kind of looked dirty. It just I it, there were beautiful places like Venice Beach was really nice and stuff, but I don't think I could create a connection there. Like I didn't have a connection with the place, the anything. So I just it's not a place I could see myself living. Um if somehow my life takes me there, that's fine. But like, I would really have to feel called there just because I feel like there was no connection there for me that would drive me to want to be there. And it's a little unfortunate. Like I wish, I wish it did because like, that would be so great to like move to a different country in like such a beautiful city with amazing real estate. Um, and, and, and just like, you know, all, all the cool things that come with living in LA, but I just don't feel drawn to it the way I know other people do, um, which is fine. Like I truly love Toronto. And if you're, I'm being quite honest, like I can see myself living here like for the rest of my life. Um, it, that's weird to say. And I'm not saying like, you know, I just want to be stuck here um, starting now, never leave. Like, no, I want to like travel. I want to live abroad somewhere for a few years. Um, 
but then I always feel like my home base is going to be Toronto and I'm just going to, you know, raise a family around here, which is fine. Like that's just the life that I feel like I want to live. And, um, you know, it's cool that I'm coming to these realizations as I'm getting older. Um, but anyways, LA is like not my scene, maybe to, to visit, maybe for like a little vacation, but never to live, not for me. Oh, speaking of living abroad. Uh, so I am actually thinking of moving back to Barcelona next summer and just, you know, living and, and working there, um, for like, I don't know, six or seven months. Like, obviously this is not something that I have, um, fully decided and I'm committed to. Um, but my roommate was thinking about teaching English there and um, was saying like, you know, if I go, would you want to come with me? And I was like, honestly, like I loved it when I was there. So I probably would be down to go back, you know, like just I would be working Canadian hours because I do have like a job here. Um, I mean, the good thing is I can work remote, but like, you know, that would be something I'd have to consider. It would be like 3 p.m. to like 11 p.m., which is like fine because like if I want to go out like people don't go to the club till 2 a.m. anyway um and then I could always just sleep in or I could just do things in the daytime and, and things like that so I could make it work um but it's definitely something I just have to consider because you know my my schedule would look much different than what it is now but I loved Barcelona I always tell everyone it was like the best time of my life when I was like um studying abroad there so like of course I would love to go back. Um, they've got a beach, like the buildings are beautiful. All the shops are beautiful. The food is delicious. Like I just, there's no, there's nothing I dislike about Barcelona. Actually, one thing I don't, one thing I, I don't like actually is the, um, the customer service, I guess, or like the, the servers like at restaurants, like it's not the same here because here, like, because tips are a thing. Um, they always check up on your table, ask, how's the food? How are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And then like in Barcelona, like no one's checking up on your table. Like if you need to get the check, you need to like flag down a server, which is like super, super hard. And like, if you are trying to have like a quick meal, cause you have to get somewhere, like it's not happening. Like you're, it's not going to be as quick as, as you had hoped. Um, cause it's a lot of work to get the server and get the stuff, everything on time. Time is just, I, I just think that in North America, we live in like a time poor society. Like we just, you know, time, speediness, like um, efficiency, those things are really important to us. It's ingrained in me because like, look at me, I'm complaining about this, um, even though, you know, that lifestyle is so much more chill. But it is something that does does bother me just because I'm so used to to that and the customer service here. Um but, but that's like such a small thing that like, it doesn't even matter because everything else in Barcelona is so beautiful. So I'm kind of thinking of, of moving there next summer. And, and if I do, that would be, it would be such a great experience. Like I, I don't think I could ever get bored of that city. I went there on vacation last, like two years ago, like with Morgan and my ex. Um, and it was nice. Um, it wasn't, I think I just expected it to be the way it was when I had lived there, which is not the same when you're going there for a vacation. Um, and I just feel like my vacation was just really choppy and I was just trying to do like a bunch of different things and then I'll also play tour guide. So it just wasn't ideal. But I think when I'm like living there, I can just, I can do things on my own pace and, and everything. And I know where everything is now too. So it'll be good. It'll be good. But, um, who knows? Maybe, maybe I'll choose somewhere else to live. Maybe I'll want to go to Portugal or where else would I want to go? South of France was nice. I hated Paris, but South of France was nice. So, 
we'll see. Like, I just, I feel like I, like I said, like, I feel like I want to live somewhere else for like a, a period of time. Um, and then I can always come back to Toronto. Like it's always there for me. Uh, so that's, that's something that's been, been on my mind. All right. Tis the season. Um, I'm actually recording this episode in my living room, which I have made festive AF. I have like my Christmas tree on, uh, my Christmas tree lights. Uh, I have like the fake fireplace on the TV. I always do that because it's like a cozy vibe and like, I don't have a real fireplace. Um, and I'm just like in the darkness with like the twinkly lights of my tree. And it's just, it's so cozy right now. Um, and there's just, there's so many things to do. Like, I feel like Toronto really gets in the Christmas spirit. So like the distillery district has their Christmas market, which they rebranded to distillery winter village, which I'm really confused about because like that is such a whack name. Like everyone knows it as the Christmas market. It sounds better as Christmas market. Like they don't like the list is called like best Christmas festivals in the world. And that's what that our Toronto one is like in like what the top 10. Um, it's not best winter villages in the world. That's that sounds fucking stupid. So I don't know why they rebranded. Um, maybe they wanted to be more inclusive, but I don't understand that because it's no, it says there's a countdown clock. It says how many days there is to Christmas. So it has to be a Christmas market. Anyways, not the point. Um, so it's open. I need to go to it still. I'm probably going to go like sometime like mid-December. Like I feel like November is just like a bit too early. Like I feel like I want to wait till it's it's closer to Christmas. You know, when we're like in the, um, I don't know, maybe like 15 days till Christmas, 12 days till Christmas. I like that, that range. Um, and then like the Hudson's Bay already has like their little, um, their window what's it called window decor or like their window displays with like the cute little, um, Santa's helpers and like creating ornaments. It's always so cute to walk by. I love it so much. Um, so it's just really nice to see. And then like, there's like this fake, like this weird skating rink by the waterfront now. I think it's like for skating lessons, but like if you have your own skates, you can bring it too. There is a rink at the waterfront. I just, it's, I don't think it's frozen or they're not reopening it right now. Um, truthfully, I haven't really checked. I haven't gone for a walk there in a while, which I should probably do because I used to go for a walk there every single day. Um, so I, I should probably do that. It's really good for my health. Um, but I do know there's like this new rink, uh, around there. So that'll be nice. It's like, it's just like skating rinks are cool. Not that I, go skating, but I like to watch other people go skating. It makes me feel like I want to go skating, but then I don't. Um, but it is a cool experience just to like, to see. I just, I don't know, maybe I'll do it. I almost did it last year, but it was so hard with COVID. Like you had to like book it in advance or like wait in line. And there was just restrictions on how many people could be on the ice per hour. So, um, I think maybe this year I might try. I actually don't have skates though. Um, so maybe I'd have to go to like, like what, what's it called? Play it again and like buy some skates or something. Hey, if you're a size six and you have a pair of, of skates, you want to lend me, um, I would not oppose that. I'd be very grateful only for like a day. And I would tell you like what day I'd need them. So like, I mean, you know, there, there'd be flexibility on both sides, but, um, yeah, maybe make my, my winter, my winter dreams come true and, and maybe I'll go skating, um, 
here's the thing. When I was a kid, I did like skating classes. Um, I, I did skating before I did swimming. Actually, no, that's a lie. I did skating after I started swimming. Um, but I didn't continue because my ankles hurt so much and I would like complain. I was such a crybaby as a child. Um, like even like with swimming, like my dad would always be like, Ashley, go faster, go faster. Cause like I would be doing like the, um, what's it called? Fuck. I don't even remember what it's called. Like the, backstroke I would be doing the backstroke and I would just be taking my sweet time like everyone in the class would be passing me and I'd just be floating like moving my arms slowly just no not a care in the world um and then when they tell me to go faster like I'd be really stressed out and I'd start like crying because I'm like no I don't want to it's too hard I'm gonna drown um so yeah and even with skating I didn't like that my like my ankles were hurting so much um so I just I gave up after like maybe like a year which was like a long time for me for a kid but like I gave up because I'm like "Mm, uh -uh, this hurts this hurts a lot anyways I I totally digress I wow do I have ADHD? Is that a thing? I don't have ADHD. No, I can't have ADHD. But I think I have like a short attention span. And maybe like, does anybody know if there's like a word for someone who changes conversation topics really quickly or just like loses their train of thought or like has another uh, thought come into their head really quickly in the middle of like one thought? I don't know if like that's a thing, if there is like a a word for it. I'm not trying to medicalize myself, but if there is a word, like I think it's really cool to like label things about our personality. Um, But I would just, I would do nothing about it. Like I just, it'd be cool if I I knew if that was a thing or not. If not, if it's just like a personality quirk of mine, that's fine too. That's who I am. Um, So yeah. Uh, Anyways, I feel like it's time for me to go eat some, some food finish up selling sunset and, um, also finish my itinerary for Istanbul because truthfully I've, I've hardly made it. It's, it's very jumbled. So I'm going to do all of that right now. Um, thank you guys for tuning in to busy making other plans and I will talk to you not next week, but the week after. Bye-bye. Scam.